episode number two of the We Are Everywhere podcast. <laughs> A little trouble uh, getting this one set up. But before we get into this one, uh, thank you for everyone that listened to the first one and all the feedback. Uh, I had a few people reach out on how to get onto the show. And um, you just send me an email to this email right here. Uh, if you're just listening, it's sttf dot we are everywhere at gmail.com uh, or shoot me a DM on any of our social medias, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. And uh, we'll get you set up and get you on an episode for episode number two. I have another uh, member of the self-proclaimed goof troops tribe, <laughs> Mr. Kyle Leonard. What's up, man? Playing the main, my guy. <laughs> I almost don't want to talk about what we've been going through for the past, what, hour and a half, two hours, yeah, because I don't I want mean, to jinx it. Uh, we had we a little trouble through. getting everything set up, but we're here and we're happy. Yeah. We got the rolling. grainy video of my shitty phone, but you know what? <laughs> it works. We're here, baby. I'm here for it. Um, So how I kind of started this off uh, on the first one, I have like a list of questions um fishy questions to kind of launch us off but um if we get sparked into a story or reminiscent or whatever it's it's pretty free flow we can do whatever we want um so right off the rip what is that one like think back to that one thing that first exposure to fish or maybe it wasn't even the first exposure just that moment where it like clicked for you, like you hear a jam or, or you or see something, I don't know what it is, but what like made it click? What got you hooked on fish? I mean, <clears throat> that's kind of like the answer to that's kind of two different eras. Um, when I got into fish, it was just kind of a, a fad, like the popular guys at school, we're all walking around with these tie-dye shirts with like skeletons and bears on them. And, <laughs> you know, we were just trying to get to the cool parties and, and eventually it led to fish, which at that time, all I listened to was hoist farmhouse and story of the ghost, the albums, the albums, um, gotcha. which I'm going to try to, uh, answer your questions and not go off on tangents here we can do whatever we want <laughs> yeah well this is the part where i would want to go off on a tangent about how good the albums are and the songs are and how on those three know, particular albums all albums and i'm just saying fish in general we obsess about the, the jams and the live shows and rightfully so but i think it needs to be fucking shit sorry you're good <laughs> I think it needs to be mentioned that the albums are great. And like if some James Taylor character played all those songs, never went over four minutes and, you know, whatever country or it could be a female, whatever, mm -hmm. they could be super popular yep. because those songs rock. Like those songs are the shit. So that would be a tangent I want to go on. But anyway, uh, that's all I listened to until my first show, at which point it was a whole new ball game. Yeah, so where so you out of out of our crew, you know, that that kind of go and see fish together, you are one of the 
the lucky ones, I'll say, or just, you know, uh, old enough in that time to see fish outside of the 3.0 era. So when, when, and where was your first show? I know you hit Coventry, but you had seen some before that, right? Yeah. Is that your way of saying I'm kind of (laughs) old? No, I'm saying you're, you're, uh, you're a vet. You're, you, you've graduated out of the noob status. I mean, now that there's a 4.0, I can like, you know, there's like two more eras beyond where I started as, you know, at first, I right. was, you know, everyone, we were all a noob at once, but yeah, yeah, my first show was 12.31.02. So after nice. that experience, I was downloading, I was getting my mom's credit card for nine ninety nine and downloading every live show they played. You know, now I'm listening to fish a whole different way than I was before I went to that show. So on, so before your, your pre first show, um, was it all just studio stuff and you were like, Hey, I just, I dig this band. Or did you have any idea of like, had you come across any like soundboards or like audience recordings of actual jams or did you just, did you just go in thinking like, Hey, I like these songs and I like this band. Um, well, the, the, first fish song I ever heard was a song that was written by Snoop Dogg and covered by a bluegrass <laughs> band or something called the gourds that had yeah. nothing to do with fish, but it was on Napster. Yeah. This is like 2000. And this is right around the time I'm seeing those guys in the dead shirts. I'm like, what is this fish thing? Get on Napster, this new thing for anything, any, and during that era, if you type fish, the first 20 entries are going to be gin and juice by the gourds. <laughs> We all got burned on that. Which I love that song, by the way. I still rage it in my car, but <laughs> there's nothing to do with fish. So then eventually I heard Farmhouse Studio album, the song, the Farmhouse Studio version. And that was my first fish song I ever heard. Um, and it's funny you ask that. We did have, you know, me and the squad, we did have a, a live one. But all we listened to was Bouncing Around the Room which that is a, a fire version but you know when there's it's fun like, when the next song is like some killer stash and all you're listening to is that five four minute bounce around the room like come on and then we would skip to the yim vocal jam which i kind of hate now like i can't tell you the last time i intentionally listened to one of those like so it just horrible listening listening uh habits at the time but we didn't know any better and it wasn't until 12 that that changed and it, that was in miami right no that was in msg it was msg what was the year that they did um miami on new year's before 09 that was the next year oh, oh that was the next go- year yeah going into 04 with p-funk and all that gotcha yeah wow that's interesting because just like hearing that's why i like asking that question because there's so many different approaches in like different ways that people have like gotten into fish. And I know that like the studio album route is definitely, you know, common, but it's like one of those things where like you dive in, you know, after you're familiar with the band and they're like, you start getting it. You're like, okay, you recognize that it's like about the jamming for some people. And you start finding those like, Oh, this show or this show or this version of this or that version of that. And I think it's interesting. So on your first, on that first show, New Year's, were you like blown away? Like by, did you, I'm not, I'm not super familiar off the top of my head with that show. Were there any like 
standouts? Like, was it like, did you get your first like hardcore jam and be like, what was this? Or were you like oh here God, for it? Dude. Oh my God. I mean, there were like seven different individual factors that alone would have made it special. Like first fish show, yeah. pretty special. Any show at MSG, even if it's one one or Baker's dozen, I mean, you're at the Mecca. I mean, right? It's pretty special. New Year's Eve, pretty cool. Uh, first show back from a hiatus, uh, pretty intense. Uh, backstage passes, really? Uh, I've seen Fish eighty nine times, and the other eighty eight, I didn't have backstage passes, but the first one I did, like. So it was this culmination of just quite an experience. And musically, you know, I don't think there's any specific jams that stand out that anybody really talks about now. Like, you know, there's a, a sick David Bowie and whatever. But for me, there was a probably eight songs that I had never even heard ever. Like my ears had never heard. Like I'd never heard Harry Hood. I never heard Divided Sky ever. I never heard those melodies. Like that was, I never heard David Bowie. I never heard NICU. Like, so, and we were on the floor, we were like row K. So like, well, how many letters is that? Like 10, 11? Like, <laughs> I mean, it was just quite an experience for your first show. First wow. time, uh, shall we say, viewing things with your third eye. I mean, just, yeah. it was just all all at once just dude. that'll hook you for sure but hold on yeah. i didn't know that you've had that you had backstage passes how did you because nowadays it's like i don't even know if that's an option but like it's just hard enough like scoring like through the lottery how did you land backstage passes for not only your first fish show <laughs> but a fish show at msg yeah um so I have a family member at the time that was very well connected in Hollywood and um, I got into fish like around 2000, I was 15. I tried to go with those cool older guys with the tie dye shirts to uh, Donner Springs that last tour in 2000. Parents were like, fuck no, you're not doing that. <laughs> So now I'm now it's 2002, almost 2003. I'm 18. Now I'm a, I'm a full grown adult. I can do what I want. No, I'm a grown man. I mean, I still mm -hmm. needed them to pay for it, but you know, <laughs> right. I, I can go see fish now. And that's all we asked for for Christmas was the, the MSG tickets. They could have been the nosebleeds would have been fine. My mom called family out in Hollywood and within a flick of a wrist, they had four floor tickets and four, <sighs> of these blue sticker things that you put on your shirt that I had never seen the movie. Welcome back Cotter. I just was like, why is it, why do we get these little John Travolta stickers with our fish tickets? Like it was just a picture of John fucking Travolta and put on our shirts set break. We're like, all right, I guess we'll use these. We wander off, you know, back there and Mike's back there. I mean, I, I I've never hung out with a band member at set break, you know, since then. It's just like totally random. And especially me, I looked 15, 16, like no facial hair. Uh, there's no way I was 21. They were just, just a baby. serving us yeah. beers. Happened. 
Wait, so you are you, you had a beer with Mike Gordon? No, not with Mike. But you were just uh, in the same area. He, we went back there. There was a bunch of people. There were tables. We got our beers. So we sat down. We were like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. You know, they closed the set with Bowie. Uh, we look over. Like, I felt like maybe that was Mike's room, like Mike's people. And he kind of looked at us like, who are those kids? Like, <laughs> you know, we were like, what up, Mike? And he was like, hey. You know, we didn't like say anything cool to him, but. Right. He was there. He just dropped a sick Bowie and then posted up chilling. Yeah. So is that the only is that the only member that you saw back there was was Mike or yeah. did you see the yeah. rest of them? I didn't see anybody Dude, else and over the years I've ran into Mike like seven times and nobody else any times ever. So it's like some he's just the one. I, maybe he chooses to be like that. I don't know, but yeah, we've seen him a few times on the uh, on the golf cart. We saw him at um, yeah. where was that? Alpine, not Alpine. Um, Deer Creek twenty ten. Deer Creek twenty ten. He's riding by, yeah. and Blake asked, or was it you that asked? Or like you got it on video. It's like, hey, can I get a Sally tonight? You remember that? And I asked him to play Sally, and he said his exact reaction was, hmm, maybe. And then no Sally. But Alpine night one the next night, Sally, Sally baby. <laughs> I like to think I like to think that was all me. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, we haven't played that in a minute. He let us exactly. He's like, man, maybe so. Yeah, we're due for one. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Dude, what a epic first show. Like, I mean, my first yeah. show was you were at my first show. It was New Year's, that New Year's run in 09. Because by yeah, the time yeah. I had gotten into fish, they were broken up. And then so you know, this 09, like, or that tour happens that are back together. And the first chance that I had was like, I, I kind of did the same thing you wanted. That's all I wanted for Christmas. I was like, I just want tickets to go to Miami and see fish. And I've actually got, I had that little uh, Polaroid in a picture. I don't know if you can see that. It's all of us standing outside of the. It's uh, like the day I met you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's like twelve thirty oh nine because I didn't go to the first two. You did, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I did all four nights, yeah. and it was uh, it was pretty epic. That was the first time that we met. So I showed up on twelve thirty oh nine, and you, you and Riggs and Nubis, you're all out there, and like, what up, you know? And yeah, away, yeah. away we went. Yeah, that was a fun time, dude. Whenever I had messaged you and like got or <clears throat> wanted to get you on the show, I was like, dude, because I, I still have this like booklet of all those pictures from that disposable camera. And I was like, dude, I got to dig that out and find that to, to show that. Cause dude, that's, and that's crazy to think that was in 09. That was how long ago was that? What are we, what year is it right now? Years ago or something. Yeah, dude. Crazy. And it's crazy to think that you can see fish that much in, in one, I guess, decade now over a decade. It feels yeah, weird to say that I've been seeing fish for over a decade. And there's some people watching this right now being like, oh, I've been seeing them since 95 or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's cool. But it's badass. This this is this is our story. <laughs> we all we all owe that cop in New York a big thank you for pulling Trey over that day because he very well could have just died and there would be no three or 4.0. And if you just think about what has happened in that time from the Dick's runs to the, all the new year's gags, 
the Halloween stuff. Oh my God. I mean, the Baker's doesn't, we're just so blessed that he's healthy, alive, greatest songwriter of all time, still churning out hits. I mean, we're very lucky. Dude. Yeah. And it is amazing. Like that turn of events, like, you know, one, you get pulled over by a cop and you're doing something illegal or, you know, under the influence. It's like, damn, that sucks. But like at that point that he was at, like it saved not only the band, like, but his life, like yeah. we would have another Jerry Garcia type situation on our hands and a bunch of heartbroken fans. But dude, and now even after this tour, the summer and fall tour, they're firing on different like a different level like this i mean and if we want to call it 4.0 we'll call it 4.0 but everything that has happened in 4.0 is a, a killer dude it's yeah they're firing on all cylinders how many shows did you hit um this this past tour because i know you're at dicks we we're at dicks together what did you hit outside of that uh, really quickly well i i was only, i've only i've I was only at Dick's and Rogers. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to anything else, but really quickly, uh, we, the point of, I heard you and Tyler talking about the point of thing. And uh -huh. like, I don't give a shit what anything's called. First of all, Trey has addressed this and he's like, there's been like 10 eras. Like we break down the nineties into like five different eras. We all know 97 is the funk, but yet mm -hmm. 94, 95 is exploratory type two. Why are those the same era? It's because we dumb fans only designate point O's by breaks. Mm -hmm. That's all it's based off of. Right. And so why would it not be 4.0 unless we're saying we only do it when it's intentional breaks and a, and a, a voluntary break. That's a what, voluntary. that's where my head, that's where my head was at. But it's like, we're not getting that. We're not even, it's not based on the music at all. So it's just like, it's a break. It's 4.0. It's fine whatever yeah there, yeah there, you know there's been 20 eras but yeah anyway that's a little i'll call it I, i'll call it whatever but i think it's so funny like being on like these fish boards like you know people there's i've seen like legit arguments with like 250 comments of people arguing about what era it is and i'm like yeah. dude this is what we're, we're talking about this instead of the music like yeah, this is yeah. goofy it's I've just, definitely never argued about this on the internet. This is just a platform right now to say it. So I just said it real quick. Like, I mean, come on. It's obviously 4.0. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. And yeah, I guess it yeah. does. Like, if you're going to talk about, like, statistic-wise, having the different eras kind of helps break it down. Like, if you're talking, like, if you're, like, yeah. really nerding out, talking and like, comparing stuff. But either yeah, it's way. It's just a good way to talk about, like, what years you're, you're kind of referring to. It's yeah. It's not really music you. based. Like everyone loves fall 13, but like 09 was kind of, you know, 3.0 is different things too. You know, it's all whatever. It it's is nothing yeah. about to do with the music. So yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not based on the music at all. Like you just yeah. said. Um, so anyway, uh, what did you ask me? Whether. Um, oh yeah. I just went to Dick's and Rogers, which I'm very disappointed that, such a low number and i would have loved to go to fall tour but i did see i am three for three on reunion return shows so that's pretty cool oh those, nice those first uh crowd roars are always really special they are so the arkansas show there wasn't any, really anything that happened there right like uh, jam wise or music wise there was a second set i think it was a simple that got super weird but it pretty much immediately got overshadowed by like 
you know, Deer Creek night one. There, there are just so many good shows that like nobody talks about Rogers. Yeah. Rogers. And what is that the first time they've played Arkansas? I think so. Huh? I wonder if they'll go back. I drove by it probably a year ago going up to Eureka Springs and Walmart amp. I swear I cracked the joke. Oh, fish should play there. (laughs) Like, how about a return from a hiatus show there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's kick everything off. Yeah, in Arkansas of all places. Yeah, what's well, cool? Yeah, I'm glad, so road. you hit four. That's uh, yeah. I hit um, I hit the Deer Creek Run, and then I hit Dicks. So, um, and that's kind of been my average on shows seen per show. Um, it's usually per around year. yeah per yeah per year around six. Um, but yeah, one as we've gotten older. And we have like jobs and responsibilities and shit. Like that's about where I've fallen to is I mean, Dix is a guaranteed and then we'll see what I can throw. What on else top of that. makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the actual music. Um, if you had to pick one jam to be your favorite jam of all time, like someone says, Hey, the only time you can listen to fish from now on for the rest of your life is whatever you pick right now what is your favorite jam that fish has done um i mean i thought about this because i listened to you and tyler talk about this and you know you guys kind of touched on the greatest the greatest of the great so to speak mm-hmm. with the 123195 the providence bowie and you know that bangor tweezer um sorry Very good Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, I got that iced tea. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to think of something that's not like the main, you know, super known ones. Mm-hmm. And but to answer your question, to like actually answer it, the the ten thirty one ninety four Reba, everyone knows it. Yeah, you know, super. It's probably the best Reba ever. Oh, it is. That last, you know, the whole thing's amazing. They do this little weird breakdown thing with Fishman kind of stops playing the drums and Mike and Trey do 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 do, do thing. Um, I can hear it right now. Yeah, super unique and awesome. But and I love that part. But everything after that moment on, from you know, they go into the standard. I think it's E flat F back and forth. Oh my God. That's my favorite five minutes of music that I, I know of that exists in the world. Like it is perfect. And the guy up there just killing that guitar is wearing these giant gold glitter MC hammer pants and like this XXXL black tee that's like down to his wrists. Yeah. And he just looks like a complete scoob. I mean, and he has the best trio backing him that it's just perfect oh my god i get goosebumps talking about i was just about to say the same thing even whenever i was talking with tyler about the the msg show i was getting goosebumps and now i'm getting goosebumps listening to you talk about the the halloween reba dude it's that is i mean that is i mean top if you're going to talk to anyone it you can't talk about top jams that fish has done without putting that in the top three yeah, I was going to say mean, five, but it's it's definitely top three of all time in any not just in Reba's, but just in what they've done. Yeah, uh, <sighs> well, it's like 
we all know there's so many different kinds of fish jams and like even right. just comparing that to the Providence Bowie. Okay. Like they're two totally different things. Reba's going to have that super tight composed part. And then we know the structure of the ending that boat, you know, if you want to say that that Bowie that went into La La Land and all these different places is better, fine. That's different things, but just for what Ariba is supposed to do. That's that, that's it. That's the one yeah. dude. And I would, cause I've thought about this a lot too. And like kind of what you touched on, like without hitting like the new year's 95 or like the Bowie, like all the stuff, like the top, you know, five to 10. And this is in one of them, which for me, I would put, but that, uh, the ghost from the 97 Denver ghost, yeah. that's probably the jam that I've listened to the most. And it's like, it's every single time it gets me. It's like, yeah. I, it's, I would say that that would probably be, if I had to pick one, that would be it probably. Dude, I was the same because it was on that live fish. I, you know, I got all the live fishes, of course, like all mm -hmm. of us, and wore that shit out. It's amazing. But Riggs, your previous guest, always told me, "Dude, Atlanta's better." And it's like oh. from a month. It's like from a month earlier or something. He's like, "Dude, yeah. Atlanta's better, dude. Trust me, Atlanta's better." And I was like, "Yeah, right." And I never wanted to listen to it on, you know, some kind of crappy recording or whatever. So I just mm -hmm. never really listened to it recently fish i think actually released it it might have been on live bait i don't know if they released the actual show i can't remember but they released a soundboard of that atlanta ghost and i threw it on you know it's the same like month as the ghost you're talking about and so mm -hmm. it's got the same funky groove pages on those same spacey synth things uh dare i i don't want to say it but Rick, say it he might have been right buddy uh, it's <laughs> fucking good man do they hit it because i'm i'm familiar with it but not as familiar as the denver ghost do they also hit like that little i guess kind of blissy section in there too or is it completely different i'll just have to listen to it oh uh, yeah just go spin it after this yeah I mean, it's got a very similar feel to it so you won't not like it but you might I still wish... like the denver one better i wish that we could play music on here without it getting popped dude like, i was just thinking about that because the one jam that i wanted to bring up that maybe doesn't get talked about as much i was thinking like should we just like play this and i'll just play air air drums air guitar air bass and air piano through the whole thing and you can just watch me do that or or not dude i feel like we all do the same things it's like especially with a jam that like you're really familiar with like i'll be like driving or something and whenever page is doing a part I'll be doing, you know, pages, keys and stuff and like hitting all the drum field, just yeah. playing every single air instrument. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's funny I, I to have, watch. I know what my number one of that is. Like every part, I know who who I'm doing what parts for all the way through. It's so good. And that is the, I believe it's June 7th, 2012. War, how do you say that? Worcester? Worch yeah, Worcester. It's not, it's not like that weird Woo, or, woo, uh, hard to say. It's it's like Worcestershire sauce. Like, how do you yeah. really say it? It might just be Worcester. Like, Worcester. That sounds right. Worcester. The Boogie 2012 Boogie on a Reggae Woman is, oh man, dude. Are you familiar with it? 
Yeah, we, I was about to say we've talked about that one numerous times in in our group chat, and obviously it's you, oh, yeah. you're the one that brings it. Yeah, yeah, you're the one you that brings me. it up, yeah. and I've listened to it multiple times. I don't I don't have it memorized like I do some jams, but I remember hearing it and being like, "What what is Leonard hearing right here that I'm missing?" It didn't grab you as much. It didn't grab me as much, but I, maybe I need to like revisit it. But That's I remember. Fine. What's funny about that about is you, your last guest, Tyler, the first time I played it for him, you know, he is like all about type two. He doesn't care about the peaks, the type one, white light, you know, he's he doesn't care. He wants exploratory type two. I was like, you got to hear this boogie. It's amazing. It's type one, but it's this just sick pocket. Like you can't even describe how good it is. Put it on. He's like, it's not like he didn't like it. And I'm not even making fun of him. Everybody's different. We all, mm -hmm. You just said it didn't grab you. But he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then it gets to the end, the one minute transition into If I Could. That's like, it gets a little, Mike gets a little weird on his base. And Tyler's like, turn that shit up. Yeah. He's like, oh, man. dude, what? Did you not just hear what I just played to you? And this is the part that you're like losing it yeah. over? So everybody's different, but I mean, it, it is just so, such a sick pocket. And I was talking to my brother about this recently because he loves it as much as I do. Um, some people might know he's the guitar player Rito and he is a sick musician himself. And he's just like, he was just texting me about it the other day. Like, dude, no, no matter how good any of these new bands get, none of them can do that. And I completely agree. I just wish I could play it. Like I know. Right I now. wish we could play it too. I'm definitely gonna listen to it after this to give it another because it's one of those like I've listened to it a handful of times, but haven't. I don't know. I just need I to. Know how, what I don't know how to describe what Trey's doing because it's like maybe like is lead rhythm a thing because he's not doing like strumming chords, which he's I love when he's doing that. I love when they're all just doing one subtle sound to make a group sound and no one's necessarily leading right and he's so he's not doing that he's playing what i would consider like a lead i'm not a guitar player but like it sounds like a lead but it's structured within the beat and like repetitive so it's almost like a rhythm lead of some sorts i can't really i i know just, what you're saying but i don't know what the word for that would be either yeah i have no idea lead rhythm yeah and mike mike dude so everything every, nobody doesn't like that song right like right even if you don't like it like that's just a fun i, I, I want to hear it every show yeah and what makes it in my opinion funky is mike stays on that bow 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 like throughout the jam as long as he's mm -hmm. on that wow wow that, that funky bass sound it's always going to sound like a kind of a funk jam and they're getting through this and it's just amazing and mike is on what he's doing behind trey is amazing and you know they're getting through the whole thing and then they do this build up. You can just picture Corota, the, the lights building up. And it's my favorite Mike Gordon pedal click of all time. I'm sure there are better ones, but he hit, you know, he's on the bow, 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 and hits that pedal right as Trey's doing the build up. And he goes right into his normal Mike Gordon bass. And in an instant, it becomes just quintessential fish rock and roll. Like it's no longer funky boogie. They, they don't miss a beat, and now we're just, you know, just typical Mike, and Trey just continues shredding. Paige has got the spread eagle, 
grand and <laughs> organ going, you know, you can't see my arms spreading, you know, yeah. And Fishman is just a metronome with these fills. Just, you know, I mean, just dude, I'll stop now, but, oh but no, God. I, I feel like you did a really good job. Cause I feel like you're selling me on it without even hearing it, dude. Now I want to listen for that, like that transition out of oh, the funk I'll, into the, I'll tell you the minute mark. Perfect. <laughs> and there's another part. See, I could, I could say more if we could hear it. Like there's this part where Trey, he does this guitar riff. I'm not even gonna try to do it with my mouth, but Fishman hears it. And then the very next measure or whatever, as Trey does it again, Fishman is linked up, right? It just dot, dot, just right with it. And it's just like, they're just so synced in and locked into this one pocket like it's just uh, dude they talk i mean they they talk without talking they've been playing together for so long and have gone so many different routes they know like all it takes is playing one little thing like you just said and everyone else hears it too and they're like okay this is coming around again and then they yeah. when they expand uh, dude it's see, as, if they as they get older whatever they might lose in physical chops they gain in another year of reading each other's mind yeah it's like they literally read each other's mind. Yeah. God. All right. Let's let's transition a little bit here. Um, so, and with whenever you met, not to dive too much into your relationship, but like whenever you met Lydia, like was she was she like into fish as well, or is she kind of just along for the ride? Like, what's her level of of fandom? Like, did you have to get her like on board, or was she like, no, yeah, I dig this? She's into. Uh country she's from yukon oklahoma she grew up on garth brooks boulevard garth brooks is our guy we love garth out here uh she loves chris stapleton we went and saw him you know so she's kind of she loves casey musgraves she she has her jenny lewis might be her fish she has her things none of them are fish she couldn't give a shit less about fish she loves loving cup she goes to shows with me. She went to the first five dicks runs. So all 15 of those incredible shows she was at. Um, but like whether she goes or doesn't go, doesn't matter. She just likes to have fun. Like who doesn't? And cool. she's certainly never like going to turn fish on in the car ever. Gotcha. Ever. And so. that's why, that's why I wanted to ask because uh, I'm kind of like in a similar situation, but what if, or not what if, like what song um, or jam or show would you play to try and like convert someone into fish fandom? Like if you're really trying to sell it, no one's, this person's never heard fish and you're like, hey, this is the best band alive and here's why. What do you play? Uh, I liked, I liked you and Tyler talking about this. Um, Tyler gave, some good advice the, the best thing he said was good crisp sound and i could not agree more yep it's like the live thing even i i just explained i had to see it to like get grabbed by it and i had a live one and i was not listening to the yim or the stash or the tweezer so it's mm -hmm. like it's hard for me to just like say hey you listen to this 30 minute whatever I would almost prefer to start with the albums because, like I said, I'll stand by those songs forever. You know, yeah. Just get them, get them to like a song. That's really the difference between Fish and I won't name names, but other bands that are really good jammers. For me, if you don't grab me with your song, like 
and it's I mean, Trey. He just he's written so many that are just all amazing. I mean, oh yeah, and that's the that's always the route that I've taken too, um, because you know you can get overzealous and be like, oh yeah, no, here check this out. Like listen to all this, and it's so overwhelming if you throw on like whatever monster jam you pick. You know, it's in the top ten or whatever. Um, but easing in, like you said, with the songs. And like being like, oh yeah, no, this is a fun song. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh farmhouse or bug or whatever it is, you know. And then slowly start, you know, integrating some of the, yeah. you know, 1.0 or not 1.0, um, like type one jams, uh, and then kind of lead into it. You know, I feel like if you're really going to try and convert someone, it's all it's almost like dating. You know, it's like you can't, you know, on the first date be like, hey, what's up? You want to go get type two? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, you could. It, yeah. it would work sometimes, yeah. but you know, you got to take. She'd it. be a special girl if that worked. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I love type two. Um, yeah. But yeah, the easing into it, I feel like, is the best. Um, but it's like you and Tyler were saying, like, if you quote want them to get fish, which is obviously you got to get the live part of it, then you know he was saying crisp ninety-seven soundboards of short, funky. You know, you can't go wrong there, probably. If mm -hmm. you're, you know, so I, I thought you guys answered that well. So. Yeah, yeah, but there's so many different routes you can take, you know. Yeah, and I've, you know, I, I currently play poker with a group of non-fish heads, and you know, it's been a, it's been a struggle to say the least. You know, they're not open-minded at all about it, and <laughs> all we have so is an iPhone with no speakers, so just the iPhone sound and. You know, I throw on Billy Breeze. I'm like, oh, this. Who doesn't like these songs? And they're like, what are these lullabies? What? <laughs> what? What do they like to hear? Are they like wanting to hear like classic rock, like Led Zeppelin stuff like that, or what? Yeah, or like Tom Petty, or like '90s radio. Sometimes, if we want to get weird, but right, you know, yeah, like <laughs> right. It's always a hard sell with people that are like, I. You do have to have a certain level of open open mindedness to get it or to even want to get it but i feel like if you can tell someone's just like a fan of music like in general like they love music it's kind of hard to not at least you don't have to love fish or like be like oh i'm gonna empty my bank account and go see them on tour but just to be like yeah no they're tip of the hat you know to be yeah. like yeah no they're solid it's like lydia if i'm like hey i got a fish ticket she's gonna go dance her ass off and have a great time i mean it's right. fun but not, but she's not, not gonna get a fish tattoo. Yeah, it's only certain of us are gonna be like group texting year round about yeah. oh you know just throw this on. Is, constantly, my phone is being texted something about fish, no matter if they're playing a show or not. It's just like what we talk about, and yeah, it's it. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's our life. <laughs> Sorry about and it, you. And it's 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 so funny because you know anyone that's not in the scene or you know doesn't quote unquote get it you know it's like you say oh yeah no i not only is fish my favorite band but i'm obsessed with them and they're like it's my favorite thing in the world to go see them and they're like it, it kind of makes you sound unless the other person gets it it kind of makes you sound like oh okay like <laughs> pat, pat yeah. on the head. it's like okay you're obsessed yeah. with uh four four dudes in their late 50s cool and then there's like that uh, pop culture misconception of some people of that we're all just you know in the clouds you know loser you know whatever yeah. like some people are just demeaning about it but those people those people don't have year-round friendcations 
in the best time ever with 50 other best friends dancing literally dancing at 40 years old or however old you are like those people don't live like we do so right sorry yeah sorry about you um i asked i asked riggs the same question um what because we all have favorite songs and we all have songs that we are like okay they just started this i'm gonna go take a piss get a beer anybody need anything yeah what what's the top of your list on fish songs that you would be okay with never hearing again i forgot to think about how i would answer this (laughs) riggs kind of surprised me i wasn't he said sparkle and that kind of i was expecting yeah yeah oh so because uh, like you, there's like a handful of like like TTE like they it, it made it into a thing saying oh yeah I got TTE'd like yeah. that's how not liked that song is as a as a group but yeah I was I was surprised by Sparkle because that's not one that's like Ugh, what is this it's, it's like, like fun. three minutes long and you're yeah. just like jumping up and down what I mean and yeah. it's got those like horribly like desolate sad lyrics and this like fun major key poppy it's like such a conflict of yeah. lyrics and music and it's short it doesn't rigs come on now buddy <laughs> what would it be I mean? for you i mean it's funny you mentioned tte like we all want trey to like write those mad compositions and we love them and then we like shit all over one sometimes <laughs> we don't like it and like tte got no respect and i feel like no, that it, new one he hasn't played it yet have you heard that i think it's called forward people forward uh i don't think i have is that a tab like song a or is that like quarantine a covid tray song okay no i it's i'm like not familiar song, with that and it's like it's like a new covid song and it's super long it has all these different parts i have a feeling it would get tte treatment if he closed a set with it I feel like mm-hmm. Petrichor is like right on the line of like some people love it, some people, you know. I wish we yeah. would just let it be for what it is. I don't know, but yeah, I kind of also would go to the bathroom during TT. So who am I to talk? And then it's weird. Like I'm a big basketball guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Go th- go Thunder, go Pokes, and uh, or I should have said Thunder up. Damn it. Uh, thunder. <laughs> thunder up, baby. Go thunder. Who says go thunder? Uh, you so like, yeah. That's <laughs> that's me in set in stone now on the internet. Great. Uh, so like you'd think a, a convergence of my two favorite things, the line would be like something I'm into, but uh, I am not into that song very much. Yeah, it's that one, and without you know beating them up too much, uh, it's that one feels like it feels super cornball to me. Yeah, I don't. It's not gonna ever like be jammed either. So it's just like, yeah, watch we say this, and then hey, <laughs> next time hey. they take, we're gonna get a twenty-five minute line. If like, somehow oh. the problem is they won't see this dumb podcast, but if they did, I guarantee you they'd be like, "Oh yeah, bitches." Oh yeah, you want some? Oh, yeah. You want some line? <laughs> Set one, fifty-six minute opener. The yeah. line. The line. Yeah. And then we'd have to do another podcast saying, "Okay, hear me out about the line." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you know, the line's pretty good. <laughs> that one time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So the line is is the one for you be okay with that uh 
that's the first one that came to mind. I'm, I'm sure I could think of one that's I like less, maybe, but yeah, many. it's like Tyler said. A, I love 98% of the catalog, and B, I really don't care about the 2% not being my favorite because whatever. Right. Fine. The only time that I get bummed, I say bummed, the only time that I'm like, really, is kind of like what Tyler was saying is like, if you're at a show or like a, a run, you're like on a three night run, you're at Deer Creek or wherever, multiple nights, and you know, you haven't really gotten anything that like really lifts off, you know? And yeah. and keep in mind, we're we're talking like on. We still have a blast. We could go there, and they would play, and they could play yeah. thirty songs every night, and I would still have a blast. It still be fun. I'm seeing my favorite band in the world, yeah. so I feel like I have to say that before critiquing. But the only time I get bummed is whenever you don't think you're on a like a night, however many night run, and you just don't really get anything, and it's like you have to know that like we're like we we want something like give us yeah. something like well yeah i mean and he brought up that dallas show i was with him at that like it was a weird second day. it literally the line and number line and uh friday and then life boy which is great uh, everyone loves that song all the og heads were yeah life boy but for like people that were there in dallas like oh fish and it's like that's the second set is like he's like everyone's like what but like yeah. you said, the worst fish show is better than the best whatever pink, show. Pink Floyd show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna get the Pink Floyd fans yeah. out here. The um, best any uh, it's probably not better than the best Pink Floyd show, actually. That was a yeah. bad example because that's probably fire. Yeah. Like, the Dude, wall can or you dark imagine? Side somehow. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. But I know what you meant. Any yeah. any top tier whatever band that's yeah, not fish. Yeah, exactly. Um so knowing now that you hung out with Mike already, um, <laughs> what band member do you think that you would get along best with? Like hanging out, um, like playing poker, like which one, which one would you be like, you can only pick one be like, Hey, we're having a poker night and they have to come. I mean, I'd probably get along with all of them. Like Mike's probably the least like me. seems like kind of a quirky aloof guy but like i saw a video once of his set up in his room and it's like all these keyboards and toys like i could go hang out with mike and have a fun day and then like Paige, we're not really a lot of like either but i've been nicknamed leo before and i play the piano so we'd, we'd also have fun i think it's probably a mixture of the other two uh trey everybody knows how awesome Trey is and mm -hmm. like Tyler was saying the music connection and his outlook on life just the way he views things I love those story time uh things he does on the acoustic tour where he tells like where he talked about how he rollerbladed down a parking garage at a hotel and then got in a scuffle with the security guard at the bottom not that I would get in a fight but like that's something I would do is like rollerblade at at the, the hotel down the ramp you know like yeah i just think we'd hang out and then the other half of me you know like even just today when you were like you want to do it at 11 and i was like eh, better make it two uh, <laughs> they kind of reminded me of on bittersweet motel when todd phillips showed up and fish was like yeah yeah no not happening today yeah. and he's not a you know i'm not gonna be a dick he's not like fuck you he's got a big smile on his face but he's also yeah. like yeah uh, no 
Yeah, he's like, I've been asleep for 30 minutes and it's 11 a.m. Yeah. He's like, that it's not wo- happening. Yeah, that wook side of me, I think <laughs> Fish and I would get along great. So, oh, dude, I'm I, I'm with you. I, I feel like because I'm tempted to be like Trey because I play guitar. Like, Trey is Trey. He's the leader of the band. You know, I mean, yeah. he's the he's the guy. And it's like, of course, I want to meet him. But like hanging out wise, I think I would vibe most with with Fishman. Because he's going to be so, like, down for whatever. I mean... I was trying to remove, like, the fanboy of Trey out of it. If it was just, like, take your pick, like, he would be... He'd be the first person at my dinner table uh, amongst the world. So, it's like, (laughs) taking that out, still, I think I'm probably, like, half... Yeah, yeah, it's like you said. Yeah, it's hard to not just default to Trey. Yeah, 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 for sure. That Fishman would be cool, though. And he likes hockey, so we'd talk about stars versus flyers it'd be fun yeah and i feel like he's just gonna be the most chill down to, he, he's the one that feels the most um like real life person to me like it, yeah he, he's down for oh 100 whatever like he was like he comes yeah. to crash and you're like hey man yeah you sleep on the couch he's like all right cool <laughs> and you'd be like wearing sweatpants or something yeah like that's yeah. the side of me that i would relate to fish yeah he's just a normal dude and it's yeah like, not to get into it, but he, he seems to have pretty um, caring politics about the world and that yeah. kind of thing. So, you know, he's, he seems like a good guy. Yeah, well, He's not an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 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 He doesn't seem like a rich rock and roll asshole that just thinks he's better than anybody. Right. But he Total is better than dude. everybody at the drums. Everybody. Everybody. So how I like to end these is going down memory lane and we've kind of like touched on it before but like with tour and all of the shows that you've been to what's like a like what's a standout moment to where you're like and i know it's like it's kind of like asking you to pick like your favorite jam because like every tour like you have fun on everyone there's always something crazy that happens or something like super fun but like what is one of your favorite memories from seeing fish for this many years um is there does this have to be done in a certain time no like this podcast no can I, can I say one more thing that i wanted to say before i answer that question yeah yeah go for it okay so um sometimes fish feels like they are pranking me only what do you like, mean you only like i'm sure there are other people in the exact same boat and i just don't know it but like sometimes you know they're their sense of humor is a huge part of what makes them who they are. Yeah. They're always pranksters. Yeah. The sci-fi soldier thing was hilarious. They had that, they told you about that Instagram the night before and it was all complete bullshit. Every album they put, it was Huey Lewis. You know, it was just great. But some of the pranks are like directly at me. I know it. They don't know it, but it's just the universe connecting. Like, what do you mean? I just wanted to give a few examples of that. Yeah, go for it. So the first one is that very first show, the MSG 02 New Year's show. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but the first set was Wilson. And they played the the clip from Castaway with Tom Hanks on the screen. Wilson, he's like screaming at the the volleyball. And so it was like Mm -hmm. on the screen, the, the scene played for like a minute or two. And then... You know, you heard a da-da, 
and then Tom Hanks would line up perfectly. Wilson, and he's yelling for the volleyball. Everyone's like, God, I'm crazy. Oh, that's cool. So then they, you know, oh, out near stone. They bust into the song. The, the video stops. Now they're just playing Wilson. Big build up. And so, you know, they're doing that whole build up before the bat boom, ba ba doom, ba doom. And Trey gets on the mic and goes, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Hanks. And this guy comes out and he comes out and like waves. And, you know, that's like I said, we were row K. I mean, we were on the floor. I was right there. You could see. Like, yeah. I could see. And it was the first set, like fourth song. I mean, we weren't like hammered. Like, and so, you know, this is nowadays we would instantly get on Twitter and they'd be like, that's actually Paige's brother. That's you guys got trolled. We would instantly yeah. know. But then there was none of that. You know, it's 2002. There's no way to confirm that that was Tom Hanks. It looked like Tom Hanks. So yeah, we, you know, my stepdad comes in, how was the show? And we're like, oh, it was awesome. Tom Hanks was there and blah, blah, blah. We flew out the next morning, which we would never do now intentionally buying our own flights, like at 7 a.m. on New Year's Day. But <laughs> oh, this God. is the parents' choice. So this has been like literally, dude, four hours since I told my stepdad that. Now it's like 7 a.m. and we're up like going to get the airport. And I guess like while he and my mom were getting ready, he told her like, yeah, they said Tom Hanks is there, whatever. So we get to breakfast and my mom's like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I talked to your relative out in Hollywood and um, Tom and Rita are on a boat in the Bahamas. And that was for sure not them. That was for sure not Tom Hanks. And I was like, uh, yeah, it was. It was Jim uh. Wilson. He came out. They said it was Tom Hanks. And my mom was like, nobody it wasn't we oh, no. I, I know so like my point is they trolled the one guy who like knows somebody who knows tom hanks <laughs> and like you know that whole thing they just got me so good i'm finding out the next morning well at least it was who just those when i would have found out it might have been a year later if yeah so at least it was like where what? you were just finding out with with you know your family and like you hadn't got back home yeah. and like told everyone you know <laughs> and things like that yeah. well i was still suspect i was like you're mistaken like i still you know like, i think it was tom hanks but and of course it was fucking page's brother it was not tom hanks <laughs> so page's brother so, looks like tom hanks i mean he had this like he was like, was like, was like yeah. you know he's like he's just like a white dude like yeah i don't know we obviously <laughs> didn't look close enough i, I, I bought it i thought it was tom <laughs> So then real quick, so those dicks, spelling gags, you know, Mm -hmm. I just eat that shit up. Like, Mm -hmm. I just can't get enough. Some people are not into it. My buddy Pugsley, you know Pugsley. Mm -hmm. He, he's my OG fish buddy. He was at that MSG show. He does not, Pugsley, the next song is going to start with an A. He does not fucking care. Leave me alone. I don't care about any of the spelling bullshit. He doesn't even Mm -hmm. want set list to be structured with words because then they can't go off the beaten path the next you know so he's like he's a diehard like og by the book guy and so sure everybody's different but me i just can't get enough of it when i found out they were all starting with s amazing then which by the way quick tangent i know we're wrapping up what band in the history of bands could unannounced pick a letter i don't care what letter play a whole show with just that letter. No one, some people don't even know. Nobody's disappointed. I mean, only fish could do yep. that. 
with that big of a crowd and nobody like only fish. So love it. The next year's fuck your face. That was I'm, dude. I'm all that over was it. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing is maybe the best show I've ever seen out of the 89 that I've been to. That's, that's probably the answer. It was fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm all over it. I've pretty much figured out it's probably gonna be fuck your face, but I'm not certain. I remember it was during Obama versus Romney presidential election and someone in the bathroom, I went to the bathroom during the R that might've been runaway Jim. I'm sorry. That's, that's a foul. I had to go. I'm sorry. And <laughs> There was a guy in there who was like, it's going to be fuck you, Romney. And it was like, we're not making a political statement to say fuck you, Romney. Like, that's ludicrous. And, it's, you know, the bathroom is where you break this shit down while you're pissing real quick with whoever yeah. else knows about the spelling gag. And then the other half people are like, what are these idiots talking about? So we're on the A, and I'm like, I know it's going to be fuck your face. It's going to be an A song. And they're teasing 2001 intro and i'm like oh that's a number that's that's throwing off my whole theory and then i'm like oh. also what's that word also sprat or thustro whatever however you say that yeah the other name for it right mm -hmm. like, oh my god i figured it out it's also Spr and i'm screaming that and half the people don't even know about smoke your face the other half don't know even that 2001 has two every there's different factions of people looking at me like an idiot right and they do this long tease and i'm like oh my god and they fucking play alaska they go into alaska i'll have so to re-listen because like, i don't remember that exact part maybe i wasn't trying to figure oh, it dude, out as hard as you got me so good and so i'm like i was still right and they're like no you're not this is alaska and i'm like but it's an a song and like so you know or maybe they weren't even trying to troll maybe they like were gonna go into that and then pulled out and we're like no let's go with the easier one very well could have because they, so they might have been thinking like on the set list if it's listed as 2001 it's just gonna look dumb you yeah, know well yeah they couldn't have played 2001 there that would be yeah. ludicrous or that so also whatever it is also oh, like in the moment they were yeah. like oh someone might label it wrong let's play alaska yeah maybe that could I've, I've garrett and i talked about that with these structured shows is there leeway for that like with the with spelling or whatever with the animals could they have said instead of runaway gym we'll play whatever you know a different animal or is right. it just Anyway, so then at thank you, I'm like all weekend trying to figure out the spelling because they did most shows spell something, Lushington, now it's year five, what's it gonna be? I'm all over it, day one, nothing, day two, nothing, even day three, I'm like, there's gonna be something. Get to the encore, tweezer reprise. I'm like, okay, we've seen this enough. And we were all on the floor, sixth spot. I'm like, mm -hmm. let's just go up a little bit. I'm, I didn't, I would never leave a fish show early, but we moved up a little bit to the stands left our sixth floor spot during tweet prize because i've seen that enough <laughs> and then they played the greatest encore of all time and the, mo the mo moment after th three days the moment I, I gave up on the spelling gag the second i said you know what they're not doing it oh yeah thank you mm -hmm. Arpua. thank after you midnight, like so that's what i mean like I feel personally trolled by this band, like personally attacked, dude. I just wanted to tell that. And that, that thank you show. Me. Well, you are personally attacked and we're all personally attacked by the band. Yeah. It's just how yeah. hard you take it, you know, but dude, yeah. that thank you show. That was the, uh, the first time that they played on my birthday. Cause that was on the sixth and every year 
for my birthday. September 6th? Yeah. So that was so the that thank you show. And oh, every year on Labor Day, it, my birthday is either like the month, like however it falls, you know, it's like right after the shows. And yeah, that it year. It usually ends on like the second or something. Yeah. And you, and that year it was like on my birthday. And I was like, dude, this is so cool seeing fish on my actual birthday. And then they did the thank you thing. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. That offer <laughs> was so great. It was good, man. It was and awesome. That's the beauty of dicks. That's the last time I saw you was a couple months ago in Commerce City, Colorado. Like, we're going to go there and we're going to see everybody we know and we're going to love. And I know this is how all the crews do it. We're not the only ones. We all right. do this, but it's just so great to know that I'm going to see everybody at least once a year. Yeah. It's like a, dicks. yeah, like a family reunion. It's, yep. it's a, it's everybody's going to be there. And that's the one because it's so centrally located. It's like, that's the one, no matter where you live, yep. it's like, you have to. Well, for us, gotta, like mid and West coasties. Yeah. It's the Easties probably are like, dicks. but with, I mean, I'm, I'm East. I guess I'm Midwest, but I'm on East East Coast time. So, oh, are you really? Oh, yeah, that's why you were saying that. Yeah, that's why we got confused on the time. Yeah, yeah, we're right. Like we're, I mean, we're pretty well into it, East Coast time, but it's still. You're in Michigan, it, right? Yep. Yep. In the uh, in this part right here. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're by the Great Lakes. Yeah. Or we're by the uh, like it's. Nice. The area that I'm in is called like the Great Lakes Bay region. So like I'm like like that little dip right there. Um yeah. And it's it gets cold as shit. Uh I'm like thinking, have I seen the Great Lakes before? Oh yeah, I have. Why? Because I saw fish in Alpine Valley. That's how I see the United States landmarks is when I go see fish, I'll see something. Yeah. All the so. time. No matter where you are. I mean, but Alpine Valley, like you're not really seeing much there except for fish. No, but when you drive from Chicago, you you can stop some. Or I mean, from Deer Creek, you stop mm -hmm. in Chicago, and yeah, Chicago's fun. Stuff. So yeah, do you still want me to answer that memory question, or are we did I go over my time here? Oh no, no, the, dude, this can go however long we want. Um, um, yeah, what is yeah? What's your favorite memory from tour, or one of your favorite memories from I tour? Mean, Tyler already explained it. Yeah, we'll we'll let Tyler. If you want to hear the full story, you have to hear Tyler tell it because it's on episode one about <laughs> sneaking me into Hampton. Yeah. Uh, I just to add to that real quick. I I'm not ever the guy that shows up anywhere without tickets. It's just not my style. Some people show up. I got a floor for thirty. Cool. I ha yeah. I just like to lock up something. You know. So you don't have to don't worry about, about it. it. Whatever yeah yeah that's just and, and i don't certainly don't drive 24 hours from oklahoma to newport news virginia without a ticket like yeah <laughs> but i did have friday and that was worth it i thought i was just going friday mm -hmm. because you know that the first show back that, that was worth it i would sit in the car and then i ended up getting sundays whatever but that saturday i walked around all day and there was not there was not an offer there was not there was nothing. not even a lead. There was nothing. There was Bone no dry. Tickets. One guy had a sign that said he would donate a kidney for a <laughs> ticket. So that's what I was up against. Damn. And I, it never crossed my mind to try to sneak in. I just was like, oh, I'm going to get a ticket or I'm not. And like, like he said, the sad puppy dog face or your dog just died, whatever. 
whenever they were like, sorry, Leonard, like we're going in. I was just like, like, it was just <laughs> I wanna be, the worst feeling ever. Like, okay, I'll be crying in the car. Yeah. I was going to just go sit in the car. And then they were just like, you know, let's just fucking try something. And then he explains what we did. And when I said, to the scanner person, uh, he already scanned my ticket about the person next to me. I was like so nervous. There were cops there. Not that they would arrest right. me for trying to sneak in, but the, the lady goes, you mean she already scanned your ticket? I looked over and it was actually a woman and I didn't even like, and, and so at that moment either, mm-hmm. she just was cool. It was like going in or really dumb. I don't know. She let me in. And then, like you said, we ran straight to the, the floor, like giggling schoolgirls, just like, oh, and like you, and you touched on a hint of that feeling is when you get snuck down, even just snuck down onto the floor. Right. That's that kind of that vibe. It's that same, like, yes. And only it's times a billion. I can't even imagine. Cause it's in the door of the Hampton. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're, I've made it. Yeah, that's, that's my best story. The, the, the other one that's important to me was Coventry. You know, we thought we were going to walk in, had our bags and it was just raining terrible. I bought my tent at Walgreens in Burlington. It was made for kids. It had no rain tarp. I was horribly unprepared. Oh my God. Soaking wet arms were just killing us. Our shoulders carrying all these bags. And we had like cubes of beer and, the sun's going down we've been walking 15 miles still haven't made it in finally one of our buddies sees this rv that's just got one guy traveling in it and he's like fuck it we're gonna ask this guy if we can hop in and he, he walks over and i just hear this this boston northeast accent just be like yeah hop on in the fish tank he called his rv the fish tank <laughs> next thing we know we're warm he's got music playing the bunnies playing like like traffic's getting moving we're all of a sudden moving we're entering we're with somebody you know that night it pours i don't i would have somebody would have let me under a tarp or something because fish fans are awesome but yeah you know i wasn't sleeping with my accommodations i brought was not gonna work right but i was comfortably in this winnebago this guy I just fucking met and he was my age graduated the same year we hung out all weekend just because you know my brother's friends that i was with were all they were all younger than us and so it just worked out and then after Coventry, I never saw him again uh, until 2018 or something. I went to his wedding in Maine and, you know, we the guy that let you in the Winnebago. Yeah, we kept in touch this whole time. Social media got developed and then it was easy to just like like each other's shit. And, you know, we, we've we've kept in touch, but he does not fly to see fish. He's oh one of those God. northeast motherfuckers that's just like. I could just go see like 10 shows and driving like a couple hundred miles. And so he won't fly. And so we'd never go to the same shows. And the one show we did go to, that was the same show. He forgot his phone, of course. And so we just never connected and he has never been to Dick's. I've never missed Dick's. You know, we just, we, between the two of us, we've probably been to like 80% of the fish shows, but (laughs) you know, not. And finally he, he's like, come to my wedding. We flew out there, had a great time. And, you know, he's my good buddy that I met on Fish Tour. I just love that story. Dude, that's aw- – yeah, and it's like – because you meet people, you know, there's like outside of our core group, you know, there's people that I've met, you know, whether it's on message boards or at um, actual shows and stuff. And like you just kind of like keep expanding or like have multiple groups. And like that's so cool that like you just randomly hopped in a 
fucking RV with some dude and then yeah. fast forward like you're at his wedding and like you guys are shout homies. Out. Like shout out Pete McCone, the homie. He lives up in fucking New Hampshire or something. Like he's way <laughs> far away, but he's the man. Yeah. And it's like you said, like you fucking jumped on a stranger and happened to know the husband because like we just know each other we all just know each other you know i know like, it worked out for you you knew the guy from dicks yeah campgrounds yeah and that's where i met that guy yeah it's yeah it, it's crazy dude it's a family it's a big yeah. family ph family that's how and there's just so many little connections like that so you know i just this last dicks we sat down met our neighbor he came over, met us all, blah, blah, blah. And then another person in our group shows up and they, the neighbor and that person like almost cried, hugged each other. Oh, you know, they already knew each other. Well, you know, there's just little connections like that all over the place. And, and that's the we're probably all part. one degree or two degrees away from each other, honestly. Yeah. It, everybody. I mean, if you like, and Twitter's a good place too. It's like, if you go to like fish Twitter, you know, and click, find someone that's like a head fish heads profile yeah. And you start clicking through, I guarantee if you look long yeah. enough or hard enough, you're going to find a connection of like, oh, I know so-and-so that knows so-and-so that knows that person. Or yeah, it's fun. It's I'm crazy. Kind of like fish, fish Twitter lurker. Like I, <laughs> there's some cool shit people post and I like, I like stuff, but I don't really like get into it. Yeah. Same. I kind of just like, it's like that Homer Simpson meme or gif, like where he's like sinking into the, like the bushes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I always have my like, my eye or like my finger on the pulse of fish Twitter, but I'd never like engage really. Yeah. It's a lot of the same people. They all seem to know each other. A lot of them seem super cool. I like yeah. some of the content people, people do rankings and just like opinions. It's, it's, it's not bad content. I just, you know, we're, we're scared to let us in guys. Let us in fish Twitter. We're scared of you. <laughs> I feel too old to be like, not that there are anything wrong with them doing it. I just feel like, uh, no, that gives Maybe you like that that vet status, though. You can be like, "All right, children, listen." Shit. You don't have to have Twitter to be a vet. Tell that to Garrett. Like, Fuck those people. Internet wannabes. Hardcore on it. Traditionalist. Yeah. All right, man. This has been a great episode. I mean, granted, all of the shit we had to go through before. I'm super glad to have yeah. had you on. Uh, I'm gonna go through at some it's point in words. Every yeah, I am too. Every single person, one in our you know fish group, but like the core goof troop. Like, I know you guys had your core yeah. four like with the like previously, but like our group chat fish uh, goof troops. I'm gonna have every one of them on. Depending before on I... like how many you do, like it might start with a bunch of white dudes from Oklahoma, but eventually it could expand to all yeah. over anywhere. You know, like. Any yeah i mean that's fan anywhere just whoever and we all know somebody just go on to the next one just exactly and that's kind of like the that's the whole point of it it's like i mean that's the name right we are everywhere yeah so, yeah good point yeah yeah it's gonna it's gonna expand for sure everything and starts can, small can i throw my name in the hat to uh interview you once we do a clay episode because you're a fish fan too buddy yeah i feel like with mine with i kind of like throughout these well, I say throughout these episodes, throughout these two episodes, I've kind of thrown in like little pieces. You know, I talked about my yeah. first show, little pieces here and there. So that's true. You've already said you're going to have said a lot more shit than everybody else by the <laughs> like 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'll try so, to think of some questions you don't see coming. Yeah. Some curveballs. Yeah. Hmm. Fish reference right there. All right. Real quick before before we wrap this up, 
what is what is Drano Elk? Because that's your handle on everything, and I've never known what it what is that. I didn't even actually put at or the full handle. I just put Drano Elk. So it's actually K Leonard backwards, and oh. Drano Elk Two was my AOL Instant Messenger screen name, like my very first internet quote unquote DMing girls like whatever like my first right internet activity was as Drano Elk 2 on AOL and I don't know why I threw the two on there as I got older I probably could have just grabbed Drano Elk but like I was like my dad's Kay Leonard too so like he could be like the OG Drano Elk I'll be the <laughs> second so it's like this made up dumb thing that nobody knows or cares about but me but I'm Drano Elk 2 on everything <laughs> And I have been since like 1996. So I guess if I would have, I, I guess what threw me off to not like try and read it backwards is like the the word elk that comes out of it, yeah. Drano elk. So I'm like, okay, is this like a, it's funny. I, it's like a weird cleaning product mixed with an animal. And so it's just like, what is that shit? Like, yeah, well, I always thought it was like, um, cause you, you mentioned earlier, you are a basketball fan. So I was mm -hmm. thinking like, you know, maybe it was like a nickname, like, Drain up like you hitting them like drain up yeah. draining shots and then the I don't elk know where from the... three baby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess I could have just read it backwards and been like, oh, it's just no, first initial somebody, and I'm pretty I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure somebody else on AOL back then, like I saw their name and it was like T T A M or is it clearly Matt backwards or something? And I was like, hmm. What is that? And I just kind of like made up drain up. And there we go. I like it. Well, now I know. And now everyone else knows. Yep. The All right, man. Thanks, buddy. Great episode. Was it was fun. I got it to work. You know, it's my shitty grainy phone. It's still fun. Hey, it's, it, it is what it is. And once again, um, if you're still with us and you want to be on an episode, shoot me an email right here or shoot me a DM on any of the socials and uh, we'll make it happen. Leonard, thanks, man. See you, buddy.